Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found with at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar on YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www patreon.com forward slash from the shadows you can receive books stickers coffee mugs and special content just for our patreon subscribers check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer well that's all i have for you right now folks and thanks for being a part of the from the shadows podcast family so with that being said let's get this episode started Hey, welcome everyone to the From the Shadows podcast. I'm your host, Shane Grove, and joining me here at Suburban Lanes, our uh, our home away from home, is the super producer, Jason. Greetings, everybody. And also sitting to my left is a former guest now known as... The Barrister. The Barrister. <laughs> the Barrister. Um at some point, we'll ex- we'll explain the name change to the barrister, but uh, you know, for now, that's for another show. It's for another show. Maybe that's for the Patreon show. <laughs> and and before we introduce our very very special guest for today, because this is a this is an off the cuff roundtable discussion we put together here tonight for all of our diehard fans. Um, in, in you know talking about our diehard fans, we want to give a shout out to. Let's see, I, I just looked at the uh, the i i uh, iTunes charts for Ireland, Denmark, Scotland, Slovenia. Am I saying that right? I believe Slovenia. I believe you are. Okay, I mean we for some reason we have a huge following in all those countries and all those European. European I believe that Europeans appreciate good podcasting and, and cryptids and paranormal activity. I think they're 
That's right up their alley. It's right up their alley. Absolutely. And so, so we want to kind of reach out to our European fans, not to, not to, you know, not pay attention to the rest of our fans, but, but we have been approached with a maybe unique opportunity to do a tour of Europe with a country music performer in the upcoming future here. And so we want to reach out to all of our European fans. Talk to us on Instagram, on our Facebook, you know, After the Shadows, our From the Shadows page. Send us messages. Do whatever. Let us know you're listening. Let us know that you want us to come. I'd love to do a show from the Blue Lagoon in Iceland. There you go. There you go. If it was well, good enough for the Kardashians, it's good enough for it's us. Good enough for you. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, so reach out to us. Let us know that if we we come to Ireland or Scotland or Great Britain, even I mean, yep. we would people listen to us in Great Britain. Slovenia, Quite a few actually. Slovenia. I hope I'm saying that right. I hope I'm saying that right. Slovenia. I don't know. I think so. I don't know if I'm not saying it right. I apologize. Well, my, my ancestry is from the. Uh, the canon of Bern in Switzerland. So maybe we need to swing oh, by Switzerland. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So reach out to us on all our social media. Tell us that you would be first in line or second in line or whatever to get tickets to see. Show. I'm not going to reveal who the country music star is at this point, but we want to kind of just just see how how many people want to so come that's out. Some kind of feedback. Yeah. See and, our and just for, from a historical standpoint, I have direct descendants from the Swiss Royal Guard. Really? Yes, I do. What is that going to get us? Oh, boy, I don't know. We'll have to find <laughs> out when we get there. But uh, no, but but in my family tree, they uh, they guarded the uh, the monarchs of Europe, not just the Pope, really? but multiple monarchs, France and stuff like that. Oh yeah. All right. Nice. I love, nice. Yeah. I love it. Jason, you, me and you got nothing, right? We're got not, nothing. We got nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, well. So tonight we we decided to bring in one of the other members of the podcast family, the Ozark Howler. He's going to join us tonight, and we're going to talk alien conspiracies, especially with all the current, like what in the last couple weeks, there's been two or three different revelations in what what the government's been keeping from us and what they're about ready to to let us know about so that's true howler welcome to does this feel weird not being on a midweek how being on a regular episode it does you know i you know i felt i was uncomfortable with the barristers um <laughs> talk about the swiss guard that made me a little bit uncomfortable i'll be quite honest with you and um <laughs> you know my aunt, well because you know like in 1066 my ancestors went over to to uh, the United, what's now the United Kingdom, overthrew them. You know what I mean. So the Danes in my background were too busy skewering uh, those Swiss guards. So you know what I mean. I, I felt bad. You know, I, I, hunter gatherer conquerors is what I come from. You know what I mean. So so uh, I, I I just felt bad, and I hope I don't get canceled. I hope I, I, don't, I hope you guys don't I, I cancel. Be me. Honest with I that. hope you don't I cancel. Be honest me. With Howler, the Swiss guard is still in existence. <laughs> I know that's what I mean. So, and, uh, so and, and you're hiding out somewhere <laughs> in fear. Uh, yeah, of the Swiss that's car. exactly right. He's well, gonna, I, you, know, you. Is, uh, you know, you know, I was going to say something bad, but <laughs> I've got to choose my it. words. I've got to choose my words. Uh, uh, so I, I can't say it because I promised uh, Grover there that I'd kind of 
try to stay in between the lanes because I'll go off the rails at any minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> at any minute. Oh man, that's priceless. Well, so so Holler, we we got you here tonight because for all of our regular listeners that may not may not know your background, do you want to give a little bit of background that you have in government so that people can I, understand I, hey, where I you have might be been, coming from? I have I have been a stakeholder and a principal party in all kinds of conspiracies, both good and bad. Okay, so uh, I think I told you this the other day. You know the problem was when you read the government puts something out, right? Yes. What 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 happens is something happens, and some dude somewhere. Let's I don't want you know the government is a mosaic picture that's got millions of little pieces, right? And one or two little pieces get into something. And and depending on how they handle that something, bigger pieces get involved. Okay, yes. and eventually, eventually, those bigger pieces call even bigger pieces who get attorneys and media people involved. You know, they have they have press release people that do nothing but write press releases. Okay, and 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 wordsmiths and 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 usually failed attorneys and journalism majors. And they're working for the government to, to tell the population what's going on. And and you would what would happen is you would tell your boss, hey, this is what's going on. And a dude above him, and a dude above him, and a dude above him would say, okay. Uh, and then you would watch it on the ticker on uh, your favorite news network. And what they're saying is nothing uh, about you know what I mean. It, it, it resembles nothing. Uh, that was happening. Can I can I give a, a story? It's somebody else's story. It's not my story. No, that's okay. Hey, listen, you yeah, you go can, ahead. You can Shoot. feel free to okay. tell story. Okay, so is it, is it an when, alien story? When, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> when when Timothy McVeigh bombed the bomb the building in Oklahoma City. Okay. Every uh, essentially every D, DOJ entity, uh, FBI, uh, U.S. Marshals. Everybody was was. This is pre Homeland Security, so it was FBI, U.S. Marshals, DA. Everybody that had resources, everybody that could drive to Oklahoma City, was tasked to driving there. You know, everybody that was within eight hours. So the people I happened to work with uh, were in Nebraska and Iowa, and they had to drive. They were within driving distance there, right? So as the case unfolded, they went out to the house that. Um, what was his name? Not Timothy McVeigh. What was the other guy? Barrister. Who was the other guy with with oh, McVeigh? Terry Nichols. Terry Nichols. They got out to a farmhouse. My partner, the dude that sat next to sit next to me, and 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 really kind of steered me in that organization. He was at Terry Nichols' house with some guys from ATF and and a bunch of FBI guys. Anyway, he's an FBI employee, and they had. Uh, uh, essentially a dummy they had a gun that looked just like I think it was an Uzi I don't think it was an AK-47 I think it was an Uzi and beat cops being cops they're all fingering this gun right there's an ATF guy that looks at it and says you guys realize this is an inert gun what do you mean it's inert and, and the ATF guy explains to him how it's like a movie prop or it's one of those things you can buy that at that time you know, it was it was it, it was an inoperable item that 
on the outside looked like an ooze. You with me? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And, yes. in, and in the process, one of these people in that house called their bigger piece. And next thing you know, Washington, D.C. thinks that there's a machine gun out there. And in, in federal law enforcement, when you get into something where you have bombs and real and, and, and machine guns are so restricted, that's a big deal, right? Because they're going to use the weight of the government to crush somebody. So my buddy says they're out at his house. And 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 now you got to understand this is really cell phones were in their infancy. People didn't have everything. But there was going to be a news conference where Louis Freya was the director. Louis Freya is going to talk about it. You with me? Yep. So they, they turned the TV on in a Terry Nichols house to watch this news conference where he's going to talk about because they're 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 not uh, Kansas, I think they don't really know what's going on. You know, let's let's see what the main, the boss has to say. They turn the TV on, and and you know some U.S. attorneys talked. I, I don't remember who the attorney general was, uh, Janet Reno, maybe at the time. All these people get to talking, and when the, when Louis Free gets up there, one of the first things he says was, "And they had in possession a machine gun." <laughs> Just like that. And these guys all looked around at each other and was like, you know, it's not real. Well, who said it? I didn't say it. Well, why don't we want to correct it? We can't correct it now. It's out. <laughs> wow. So, so that is so, a segue into. Yes. That is a segue in there. Some dude's driving around and they run into E.T., right? They run into an extraterrestrial. They run into UFO. Some crazy stuff happens. Depending on what happens to them, they'll either be disbelieved or the story will be changed so far that when Washington, D.C. gets done with it, the only thing that will be the same is they were, you know, maybe the state. They were in New Mexico. <laughs> you know, that'll be that'll be the only thing that's correct. So, so what do you think then of <clears throat> who was it? Was it Radcliffe last week that came out and said – um, he was the former director of national intelligence, and he right. Okay, so so what do you think about John Ratcliffe's revelation? That well, I think he probably believes what he said. So you mean as a director I, of of national intelligence, intelligence, which is kind of oxymoron, right? Because <laughs> I mean, come on, I mean, you even think about this. National intelligence. I mean, that, 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 go ahead, Barrister. So here's what has been related on other TV programs and whatnot. Yep. That the government created a program to investigate the viability of extraterrestrial life. Not only does it exist, but has it visited the planet Earth? Does it pose a threat to national security, world security? And that was funded, and it went into existence for I don't know how many years, and then they eventually closed it out. Project Blue Book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so now the did they close it out because they said it's no good, or they scared of what they found? Well, or they just call it a different name and fund it in a different way. I mean, there's a Which reason why, to be what they why did. toilet seats cost $300 when you look at the budget. And, but well, I, guess I mean, it, I'm sure it's part of infrastructure, so they're about to buy it again. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what boils down to, as they say in Hollywood, if we get down to brass tacks, is one, does alien life exist in the universe? Two. Without question. I, I okay. don't think you can even question it, right? right? Two. 
ha, does it has any alien life form visited Earth? Okay, and then three, does the government know it? And if they know it, why aren't they telling us about it? That that's kind of what it all boils down to. Well, I think they have been with this drip, drip, drip. Yeah. I, as man, you know, I think as I was me and Grover talked earlier, you know, they let these stories out. Whether you, you choose your government the aptitude story, right? There's no truth to it. Maybe there's a little truth to it. And then three years later, when the story comes out, yeah, that was old news. So I think. Well, it's interesting that they've been dripping stuff every time there's a controversial. Now, are they doing it just so people quit? Yeah. So they're like, well, look, you know, you know, don't pay. Yes, yes, yes. They can say, look, we told you about this three years ago. Well, yeah, but you gave it to us. In the middle of COVID. In the middle middle of COVID on the back page when there's another highly controversial issue going on. So so back to the original question. Is there is there intelligent alien life form in the universe? You know, you you look at the the Milky Way galaxy. You know, uh-huh. the Milky Way galaxy, which is what we're in, you know, our solar system's in the Milky Way galaxy. There's hundreds of billions of stars, okay, like our sun, bigger, smaller, mm-hmm. whatever. And there's however many planets circling those those stars, just like ours. But then you say, okay, they took a picture from the Milky Way galaxy of other galaxies. And based upon the number of other galaxies that they were able to put in this one small area, they've estimated there's over 2 trillion other galaxies like the Milky Way. <laughs> it's, a, it's an unthinkable number. It's, right. it's just simply an unthinkable number. So, yeah, there there has to be, I mean, there, there has to be intelligent life. So well, I don't just, know about intelligent. Hold on a second. Now you're getting brass tacked. Because what if they're like the, the, the Earth was 10 million years ago? They might be full of dinosaurs right now and not yeah. evolved. Yeah. You know what I mean? They well, might be. Well, think you know of it this I mean? way, though. Think, think of it this way, though. The Earth is roughly, they think, four, four and a half billion years old. We're young in that yeah. universe. So, yeah, so the, universe, the universe itself, the Big, Bang, <clears throat> the Big Bang happened about 13 to 14 billion years ago. But for the first 800 million years, there was nothing but, uh, you know, there was no matter. It was all gaseous type states. And then what essentially happened is that gas formed stars, and when those stars got so hot, and they basically, when, it, when a star gets so hot, it, the, the, the chemical reaction in it creates iron. I don't know how that works, but it does. And then what happens, the star collapses on itself, and it explodes, and that iron gets thrown out all over the universe, and that iron then becomes planets and meteors and other physical matter. Okay, so we're 4 billion years old, we're a very young galaxy. We're a very young solar system. You know, our star's not that old. So, you know, you think about in 4 billion years where life has evolved on Earth, imagine a planet that's 8 billion years old. You know, how, how advanced would that life be? That's the well, point I don't Einstein. know, because if they didn't have Einstein, would they invented all this stuff? I, you know, so yeah. I, 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 you know, I don't know what was that. What was that? Um, I hate to bring Hollywood in this. What was the movie, uh, not Elysium, where uh, uh, Tom Cruise? There was just another guy just like him over the horizon. You know what I'm talking oh, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it would be dependent on the 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 
evolution, maybe. I, you know, I don't know. I, if they don't have an Einstein, if they don't have a Von Braun, do they make that rockets? If they don't have a, you know, I don't know. And, and what if we're so young that they are have already visited us a million Maybe we're million. them. I mean, well, maybe we're they, a penal colony. I mean, <laughs> well, what if they this visited is, us while, they, while they, we were covered with dinosaurs? But understand, I mean, look, the thing that that basically holds everything up is Einstein's theory of relativity. And and then you have, look, nothing that we know of can travel faster than the speed of light. Okay. So you say, okay, if you, you, the distance between Earth and the nearest habitable planet is so astronomically far away that if there were an alien species from another galaxy i mean from another galaxy would just be impossible it, it would and they would have to be much more advanced oh, than you, us you would, for sure. first of all you, a, a straight propulsion system you would never be able to travel from another galaxy to the milky way galaxy it's just too much take over a million years no no it costs it take hundreds and hundreds of millions of years yeah so even within even within the milky way galaxy to travel from one end of the milky way galaxy to the other it's so many light years and light travels at one hundred eighty-four thousand miles, miles per, per second. second yeah so so realistically forget that there's life in other galaxies that we'd ever see it's just too far two the life form would have to be within inside the milky way galaxy which is still unthinkably big okay so they would have to create some form of propulsion system that has nothing to do with actual like. But we have proof of that. I mean, you took a look at the Tic Tac yeah. video. This Ratcliffe guy said there is video evidence. There's surveillance evidence. So, so what I'm saying is, of, for, of forget forget fossil fuels. Okay, yeah. or maybe we're out uh, mining dilithium crystals. Okay, like Captain Kirk. I think what you're looking at is that you're going to have to find a species that has been able to figure out gravity drives and be able to bend space time. That's the well, only absolutely. way it's possible. But I yeah. think I think the thing is though is is based on what has been released, the video, the Pentagon saying they have off world mm-hmm. vehicles, and yeah. then what this Ratcliffe guy just said last week, that's not even in question. Mm-hmm. That we Yeah, I mean I, I know. I mean, I, what I'm saying is it, it, it's the uh, you know what is it the is it the Missouri state that is is the uh, is the show me state? I think the Missouri yes, state those are collars. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, I, I, yeah, you can show me a video and, and look. You know, videos they can be doctored, can be altered, can be fake. Not from what, the military. From the you think the military? Well, what, the military would fake stuff. But you think? But what would be their purpose of faking it? The, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, well, I, they, well, I'll they, tell you. Hold on a second. Oh, I think yeah. I you know I have a few. Per- First of all, let me bring this back to how life is in the Ozarks, right? When you're talking about building gravity, defeating vehicles, and bending the space-time consortium, I spent 45 minutes underneath my 20-year-old while ago trying to get to four-wheel drive to work. <laughs> prior to that, prior to that, my biggest question of the day is, is should I use quarter-ounce jigs or an eighth-ounce jigs to crappie fish in this current? That's what I was worried about. And now you have got me worrying about the space-time continuum. <laughs> this is what I think on when, when I see a, somebody like Reckless come out with something. I think I've told you the story. I don't know if I put it on the podcast or not. I, you know, I, when I was a trooper in Missouri, you 
that academy was a quasi, they call it a quasi military academy. And you had a bunch of ex Marines and you had a bunch of dudes that were instructors mm -hmm. and they yelled at you and then they, they, they made it full metal jacket, right? Yeah. And, and you had to stand at attention on it. And you had roommates and you had suite mates. Not to get into the devil details, but you had every Friday night, you had these inspections. And you had to stand outside your room door, and this lieutenant, these sergeants, these men walk down the halls acting like idiots. And they would look at you, and they would start with your haircut, and they would go to your pins and your tie, all the way down to your shoes. And depending on what was going on, they heard. So every Friday, I had to stay late. Now, I lived six miles from the academy, so it didn't, I didn't care. You know, some of these guys had to drive four hours home. Every Friday, I got in trouble because my boots were bad and right before graduation this lieutenant called me in on another thing that maybe i'll tell sometime on the patreon or maybe I'll, i don't know it's it's funny but it's also questionable in some ways he said hey what's the deal with your boots how come you can't figure them boots out and i said i beg your pardon and he said every freaking week we've got to uh, i don't remember what he called it about your boots you can't seem to polish them can't these guys somebody you know uh steve and i won't say his last name he was a marine and he was my first trimester roommate and you know and he his boots always look great couldn't he teach you how come you just couldn't grasp that and i said because i didn't want you messing in my room <laughs> he goes do what and i said you flunked me in the hallway every time. Because what happened is, so say your uniform was perfect, then they went in your room, and your bed had to be right, and your closet had to be right, and your, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was no right answer. But they never went in my room because my they funked me on my boots. So when I see them guys put that out there, okay, what do they really hide? Because we're going, hey, yeah, the government's been talking about UFOs that fly 4,000 miles an hour, what, what, you know, whatever. So the so you're that's so we stop because they got some real shit right. So so you're saying I think it was the, the aliens. They're giving hey, us the I, boots. Is what they're. I, us. Yeah, that's right. They're giving us the boots because you know why? I think the aliens got over Trump's fence, and they were the ones <laughs> in the in the Capitol. I think ET was in the Capitol with that with the horns on. You know what I mean? That's the wrong That's fence and the wrong aliens. I, I, well, I, <laughs> you know, be, I don't know. So here's I don't a stat. Know. All stat. I know is, yeah, go ahead. Here's a stat for you. Milky Way galaxy, to crawl, to go across the Milky Way galaxy, it would take 200,000 years in a spaceship if you were traveling at the speed of light. Holy. So, so you're, so you're saying 4,000 miles per second. It would take you 200,000 years just to make it across the Milky Way. And that's just the Milky Way. That's just so the you're Milky saying way. if we take the deficit, federal deficit, and stack it dollars on top of each other, they'll go across the Milky Way twice. Well, <laughs> no, I, well, I don't know. How fast just, can so, you stack so money? This, this, hey, this is what's happening. I think you just blew 99% out of the people out of the water with that statement right there. Because the average person ain't going to care how many extraterrestrials come down here as long as the ebt card works the satellite dish works the internet you know what i mean right i you know i, I yeah yeah you know have I'm, more power to them right more power to them 
Well, I, I, and I'm not getting on a political soapbox because we don't talk politics here. But the reality is this. People do not care what's going on in the world. All they care mm-hmm. about is getting that $1,400 check. Yeah, so, and, I'm not talking so, about, and I'm not talking about people who are destitute, who, who need that right. $1,400 because they are broke. No, I'm not talking right. about – I'm talking about professional people who I know are pretty well-off people. And, they're and they say, around, we got to pay for it anyway. Well, they're they're sitting around griping, I didn't get my $1,400 yet. And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah. you've got a lot of other things in your life you need to be worried yeah. about right now. That $1,400 well, is a blip. But that's the point. I but, think you're but right. I can tell you, and you're and you're right. You know, I could go to the post office tomorrow if if they announced the aliens had been on Earth and were running and were in different parts of the government and were getting ready to. They owned the Browns. Doesn't matter. You know, Baker right. Mayfield was an alien. Um, that's why he saw the spaceship. No, go, they won't believe me because if he was an alien, he could win. <laughs> yeah, but he could come from a planet where they're just not very good at football. They're just a bunch of losers. But I could go to the yeah. post office tomorrow and they wouldn't care. They would they wouldn't care. Be like, well, that's great, but you still got a job to do. Because yeah, can you t- get these packages out yeah. there? Can you for we got, Bezos? We've got now, Bezos kind of looks like an alien. Well, kind of that would kind of make sense. <laughs> that man. is funny. Maybe this whole Amazon thing was set up. It's so successful because he's using his uh, his uh, <laughs> extraterrestrial capabilities. <laughs> to uh, defeat and, everybody, super brain him in Zuckerberg. Well, I don't even. I don't. I don't want to say that because I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm not a Facebooker, and no. okay, <laughs> and and I, you know, I'm let down. I, I'm let certain people let you down. You know, they always say don't meet your heroes because you'll get let down or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I never go to Ohio. And <laughs> no. anyhow. Well, then you're not going to Europe. Hey, you. I, I, I can fly over top of I've been to Europe a bunch. Uh, and, that's the best he can those, do. What I wanted, to, I wanted to bring Harry. Hey, I wanted to bring Harry and Megan into it because I'm kind of down on Harry recently because I'm like, dude, you had, I mean, pre his marital position now, he had the pick of the litter, right? So he could walk through not only Great Britain, but the Commonwealth countries, right? So what is there, 22, 26 Commonwealth countries? And and you could score, you know, I, I tell the story sometimes when I was, you know, my my son and this other boy he runs around with, they want to be farmers. They, you know what I mean? They want to be real farmers with grow crops and combines and everything else. And the other night I had to tell him, I said, you're going to have to marry into it. That is the only <laughs> That's right. way that is, that you're is- True, true. Yes. And 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 my sergeant back when I was a young trooper, my sergeant it was a joke. I used to say, I don't care how much she weighs, how much land does she come with? And that <laughs> has <laughs> that has turned into fruition. And and so I don't think Zuckerberg's an alien, or he could he he just you know because if I was an alien, right? If I had extraterrestrial capabilities, right? Oh my gosh! I mean, you guys wouldn't. Hear, you know, I mean, I'd own this place, right? I, you know what I mean? I'd own this place. I wouldn't be hanging out in California. I love California. I wouldn't be hanging out in California worrying about what Trump's posting. I'd be. I'd, I already conquered the world. You know, and I already have this world. I don't know what I'd be doing, but I wouldn't be jacking around like some of these smartest people in the world jack around. Well, but so, so here's what you have to understand, though, and in, in, in all seriousness, 
we're t- we're talking about if aliens have visited Earth, then they are then they have mastered a propulsion system so sophisticated we can't even understand it. Which and we won't even know if they're here. No, and so which we means won't even know if they're here. Which means they have a raw intelligence f- that far exceeds us. So at some point, you know, and, and I listened to like Jordan Peterson, his book and different things like that. And you start talking about, you know, look at Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs of human beings. Okay. Right. You would be talking about a species that, 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 that doesn't think like we think in terms of, yeah. of possessions and, you know, take a, right. from, yeah. from yeah. a far yeah. Eastern standpoint, yeah. you know, from a Buddhist standpoint. I see what you're saying. You know saying? Yeah. Possessions right. yeah. is suffering, stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I don't think that. If you are that smart and you you're that technologically advanced that you're going to come here and try to run Facebook or, or run a an Amazon shipping company, that you're, might be you're the going beauty to, of it though. Ah, come on, man. In, in practical sense, no, you, you would know. have to you would have to thinking, serve a purpose well, maybe to that, come here. I was saying, okay, so maybe that's why they hooked up with ugly girls, but I don't know. <laughs> Because they, they don't see it like we see it, right? right. So I don't know. Well, think of it about this way, Jeff. Or, or, or maybe these girls are extraterrestrials. Well, think about it this way. Every, and we don't every, realize that. Every civilization, and, and I mean every civilization that has rose on planet Earth, all boils down to power and commerce. That's it. That's power correct. and commerce. Yep. Yep. So, yep. so if there is a civilization... From another part of the universe, religion in that too. Well, well, but, but no, not no, no because like, no, because that's a way to harness the power. But that's yeah. the, but that, but that's but a that's way to the, harness the power. That's the base. Yeah, yeah, but base keep in mind, keep in mind, there's a, there's the, the 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 largest population on planet Earth are not religious. They they believe in a philosophy. It's not a religion. Okay, so what I'm saying is, that it would be reasonable to believe that whatever civilization would make it to the planet Earth. They had two things in mind, power and commerce. All right. So what is it about the planet Earth from a commerce standpoint that would be attractive? Natural resources. There's not that many. There's not that many plants that we know of that have an atmosphere like ours and also have uh, liquid water like ours. Well, there I mean, there's quite a few. There's quite a few. Just like ours. And and, in solar systems that are much, much older than ours. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And you guys have obviously uh, thought this out a lot more than me because, like I said, I, my, my my mind goes between crappie jigs and <laughs> and uh, and four wheel drives and bass boats. You know, I, I spend half the day worried about should I charge up the batteries on my bass boat? And you're talking about power and commerce the only well, that, power that, that commerce sort of is, is the how nature much, of the hey, podcast how much the, the <laughs> commerce i got is okay are the batteries i bought last year going to give me enough power for my you know 24 volt trolling motor that's what i'm worried about you well, know i, I got to be honest i think probably the majority of our listeners are probably leaning more towards us than worrying about the crappie jigs Nah, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just know that, but, but that uh, you guys are scaring me. You guys are scaring me. I guess that's my whole point. Maybe, <laughs> you know, you guys might be scaring me because, you know, if there's some bad shit out there, I don't know if all the magazines I've loaded up and the bullets I've ordered are going to work against them. So <laughs> now I got to find something yeah, else. I don't think it so would. now I got to find something else. So you guys are scared me. <laughs> well, well keep, keep this in mind, though. If, if, if this alien civilization has been here it's been here for way 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 back i mean you look at some of maybe the, it's still here yeah i mean just I like being in black. black 
just like the men in black. I mean, they're really amongst us, right? Maybe they're really well, amongst us. If you go down to South America to some of those ruins where they, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but some yeah. of the structures that they have are laser cut. I mean, the, the right. fittings, are, they're laser cut. They're, yeah. we, we would struggle to be able to do it today. Right. And they're doing it thousands of years ago. I mean, that's pretty obvious that, that those those things were were assisted or helped created by with writings on cave yeah, walls I mean, showing that they've had people that yeah. uh, have helped. So, so look, I don't think that it, might it, go it, into where they were here and just were like, okay, we've got what we wanted. And well, yeah, but think of it this way: if your if your plan was to conquer the planet Earth, you'd have already done it back before we were able to harness the, the power of the atom. How, how do you know they haven't come? So, hey, maybe, hey, maybe they've already been comes? here and left, and this yeah. is the this is the trash bin. This is the yeah. this is the this is the waste bin of of what was. Right? I, I got to be honest with you. Th- th- there's a theory out there that says the aliens are still here. It's us. Yeah, th- that we're the descendants of an alien race that, that came here. They seeded this place. Yeah, they seeded the place. That well, that's. I mean, okay. That's really so that in that fetched. case, why? why? And we've just got dumbed down over the last two thousand generations, or what? Maybe, maybe. Look, it's or it's, it's made a rapid decline just over the past decade. Ninety days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you got that. Yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, I don't think know. about think about this one. Here's what I want you to think about: it, a real statistic. There was a guy. There was a guy back in the early '90s, I think, wrote a book called The Bell Curve, and it was highly, highly controversial. And what he basically said was that, look, people with the higher IQs do not reproduce at the same rate as people on the lower end of the bell curve. That's true. And and it was very controversial because they tried to interject race and stuff, and they shouldn't have because it has nothing to do with race. It has to do with the the more education you get, the longer you go in education, the less opportunity you have to procreate because Mm -hmm. you're in school and you're struggling. And you're working. And you're working. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, statistically speaking, the stats are out there. I'm not going to delve into it and look it up on Google. But but the lower IQ people reproduce at a higher rate. Mm -hmm. Well, just keep going generation after generation after generation after generation. And suddenly the average IQ doesn't go up. It goes down because yep. keep in mind you're measuring IQ average on a bell curve. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you look at it from the bell curve over the next fifty years, the average IQ will continue to go down if if we keep up the you know if we keep up the the same pace. But but there's nothing to suggest that that pace is ever going to change. Right. Especially now where we are coming up with social welfare programs, and I'm not saying incentivizes that, but 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 fund it like early on. I mean, keep in mind in, in early earlier times where there's no social welfare uh, safety net. Okay, well, a hundred just a, do it. in the in the last hundred years. I mean, if, if the world's four billion, is that what you said? Four billion? Yeah, approximately. So that's four thousand million. Well, they didn't even have electricity until really the last hundred years. Good electricity. Yeah, true. Or cars, or so, run water. So, so, so wouldn't that say my, grand, my grandparents were crapping in outhouses. That was what they yeah, had. So, wouldn't that say that so we're getting smarter because of all these no, technical? Because do you know how? Do you know how us us when I say us us members of this podcast remember having to memorize a phone number? I can tell you the phone oh, yeah. number I had when I was seven years old. Okay, me too. And now kids can't memorize anything, yeah. and even us. Because we're stored on our phone, right? Right. So here's an interesting well, stat. I can so tell you the about, phone number to every pizza place in this town because if, it, if it's the same number that predated cell phones, and most of them are. 
Okay, and that's there because you go. I had to learn it. That just tells me that you were just a terrible eater as a kid. I was, and he pizza all the time. That's all it tells me. Well, actually, I just thought he was uh, making it up because who, who would know? I mean, how would you make know any different? Yeah, because some of us so, here at the podcast, I'll them off right now. Some, if you don't believe me. some others of here here at the podcast are terrible so, eaters too, and might. <laughs> so I guess. And thinking about how we rail, like the new kids don't even know how to write in cursive, right? Or read in cursive. You know, there was a meme out there last week that said, you want to defeat a whole generation, give them a five speed, a car with a clutch in writing cursive. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so even a hundred class was writing, by the way, a hundred years ago, our parents, if they came back, great grandparents, they would think we were complete idiots. Well, so, think about it this way. Look at, look at the founding fathers. Okay. Founding mm-hmm. fathers, those guys had very little formal education. However, they were self-taught. I mean, almost those guys, like Jefferson, Washington, those guys, they spoke three, four different languages. One of the languages that they spoke fluently is Latin. Yes. And nobody yeah. even speaks it. It's Absolutely. a dead language. Yep. I mean, those hey, guys are... I got two sisters that can speak it, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Look at the, the, uh, the newspapers of the 1800s versus a newspaper of today which are dying out if you have a hard time even finding a newspaper but uh look at look at the words the linguistics look look at how what they how they used to speak versus what yeah. you see now when i was in when i was in college and i was taking an education class they told me that newspapers were written because the average person could only read at a sixth grade level so newspapers to today or can, back in 1988 and 89 were written so that someone with a sixth grade education could read it. You go back, like Jason said, and you look at, at, at that stuff. And an interesting thing is I found uh, my grandmother's, we found these box of books, and it was her arithmetic and, and reading and language arts books that she had as a kid that was taught to her at home by my great-grandmother. And I'm going to tell you right now. It's hard stuff. Yeah. It, it, it shocked me. Yeah. It, 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 it shocked me. And now you have parents that literally flip the script because they, during COVID, had to teach their kids. Uh-huh. They had to make sure that they're... And I'm sitting there thinking, if you looked at the stuff that my grandmother had to do with them books, you would freak. So, but but I went up to Rutherford B. Hayes' house, President Hayes, and he had this massive library. I mean, just huge. And he read every single book in there. And you can pick a book up off the bookshelf and you can see his personal notes because he wrote all kinds of notes in the margins. It's, it's fascinating. People don't read today. They, they, they don't. Well, that's because we have a TV. We have computers. We have, um, I, you know, I don't all even know. Technology. I don't even know. Yeah, it's all alien technology. And maybe technology. that's what the alien did. Maybe, maybe the aliens created that to, to, to take us over right. from the inside. Technological advancements have a tendency to dumb down the population as a whole, which in turns, we look at it from the outside in saying that as technology advances, we as a people get smarter. But actually, we as a people get dumbed down. I got I to gotta be honest. I really enjoy central air. I'm sorry. Doesn't make me feel no. no. Yeah, well, that's okay. So we're we're a softer, weaker <laughs> people than what we used oh, to. Oh, dude, dude, when we were kids, I was impervious to heat or cold. Come there on, you, go. I, you you are. I'm I'm outside every day, no matter what it is. I don't want to hear about. Uh, do we have a guilty conscience here? No. I mean, no, did listen, I actually listen, say you guys you? sit in a nice, toasty, warm office? Hey, Jason, one of us wears a robe. Yes, hey. yes Howler. That's the you know we have a saying down here in the Ozarks. Yeah, what's that? 
you throw a rock in a pack of dogs, the one that yelps is the one that got hit. So you <laughs> right. I think you're right. <laughs> That's a good I saying. There's, There's no some truth to that. On that, right? So, 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 so back on, so back on topic. Yeah. The, it, it would appear to me, and this is obviously that we're just sitting here theorizing stuff, but it appears to me that, that alien, alien civilizations have already been here. They assisted primitive man in in uh, in architecture and in, in building things and in probably farming and all kinds of sorts of things. And then either either they stayed or they left, and, and maybe they came back, and maybe they didn't, or maybe they're different species. And I know we get into this whole thing about well, there's the grays and there's the lizards and there's all that stuff. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that's not true, but when you look at the when you look at some of the South American drawings of 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 looks like people in astronaut suits, mm-hmm. they, they look like Homo sapiens is what they look like. They don't look like like little green men or anything like that. So. Right. You know, obviously, we we know one thing, and that is Homo sapiens were able to interbreed with Neanderthals, Denzavins, and all kinds of different... Well, that's because they let them in the military nowadays. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But... But anyway, so so we we know that that Homo sapiens crossbred, and we have... If you're from European descent... Then you Which have is a, you and me, the Howler yeah, right. are. I mean, right. we, we, yeah. have, we probably have statistically 4% of our DNA is Neanderthal. That, that is a pretty, if you're, from, right. if you're from Europe. So, yeah, but what? Go ahead. But, and if you're from Nepal or Tibet, then you have this, uh, this race called, was it Denzavins? Yep. Denzavins. And you have a percentage of your DNA is Denzavin. So, so what percentage of us is, is alien? No. Uh. We won't know that because we don't have any samples of alien DNA. Correct. Correct. So we wouldn't know that. Exactly. But we do know that the that the when you map the human genome, there's things in our genes that we can't explain because they're not used right now. Well, well let me ask you this. Chimpanzees, which is our closest relative, we have the same DNA 96% match with chimpanzees. Mm-hmm. Okay, think about that. I mean, and I'm not saying this happens so before somebody goes on here and skewers me, but if you think you have something, where's that 4%? What, what, what is that 4%? Is that 4% alien DNA that they put in primates to see, if, to, to see and now uh, over, over hundreds of thousands of years, we evolved into what we are today because of that 4%? That's an interesting theory, but we have nothing to that we can right. we can base it on. Well, so true. all we can do is theorize about that. Right. But that's my point: right. is that you start talking about, well, we're I'm four percent Neanderthal mm-hmm. and I'm ninety six percent chimp. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> and we have strains in our DNA that we don't. Even I don't know about chimp, but there's some damn sure chumps out there. Yeah, we know so, that. That's for sure. I don't know. Um, I, you know, and see, that's exactly why I think we have the viewership or the audience that we do across this world because this is where smart people come, right? This is where smart people come either to listen to this podcast because that's right. Because there are, I mean, there, there's no limits. There is no limits. And we are from, from crappie jigs to the Milky way to genomes in your DNA. We know no boundaries, right? To basset hound ears. I kind of, I kind of like this that. Is that like a, like, this is like a think tank, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we just sit around. <laughs> and think. But, no, but I would no, no, no. We are a think ocean. You don't get a 
this is a think ocean. Uh, yeah. Well, so Howler, I want to ask you this. Think fishbowl. Yeah. Did you? Okay. So your days as a sheriff's deputy and highway patrolman. Did yep. you ever? Were you ever on duty, or did you ever hear any of your colleagues talk about a getting going on a call for a possible UFO? No, but I don't think. Hold on a second. But you know what's weird is I probably saw fifteen or twenty falling stars, and I don't remember ever growing up seeing that many. But when I was driving around at night, I I seen them uh, a lot, and I always thought that was odd. Well, okay, so now that you okay, so you mentioned falling stars, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna tell my UFO story that I. The barrister might know this. I don't know if we've ever talked about it. I know Jason doesn't know it. But when I was in high school, the young lady that that was my girlfriend at the time always wanted to see a shooting star or falling, you know, you said falling star, a shooting star. Okay. And she lived outside this small town in Ohio called Nevada. And so... And most nights when, when, you know, I'd be leaving and we'd walk outside, she'd want to look up, look up in the sky and see if, you know, if there was a falling star. And over in the southwest sky, we saw this light and it was just coming down. Okay. And, and she goes, is that a shooting star? And I'm like. No, I think that's an airplane because it didn't look right. It wasn't like, you know, shooting stars just across the sky. Mm -hmm. And I go, you know, maybe that's an airplane. And as we're standing there over the front of her house, because we're standing on the back porch, you can see there's an airplane going over. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's an airplane and you can hear it and you can see the light flashing. Mm Mm-hmm. And so now the hair on my back, my neck, starting to stand, and we look back over, and this light is still just descending straight down. And I, if I had to guess, it's probably two miles away, and it's over top of woods, and it starts red light, green light, red light, green light, and it's just dropping straight, straight down. And this is the this is the funny part. So I like a spider slowly coming like down, slowly like, yeah. down. Okay, and you know, so we could hear the airplane. There's no like that wasn't a helicopter, of course, where it was, you know, where it would have landed. It, it would, and I tell her, I said, go inside and get 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 your mom's camera. That's what we had to do. There's no cell phones back then, mm-hmm. and she was so terrified, she would not even let go of my arm to go in the house to get the camera. And so we just stood there, and it wouldn't have been a very good picture anyway. But we stood there and watched this thing go and just drop straight down into, disappear into what was the woods, okay? Now, I'm not, I don't know what it was, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same as our experience out in the woods in Sean Acres, okay? Mm-hmm. I can tell you what I saw. Now, I don't know what it was, but, but hang on. In the years since, okay, in the years since, in that same area, I have heard three different people tell UFO stories of things they have seen in that same area. So you, so you tell me, okay? 
there's no air there's no airport there's no nobody owns a private plane there was no drones or anything back at that time what was it that that we saw and what was it that these other people now was you now hold on a second yeah. and she was and she was terrified she was terrified yep now that and there's no reason she, to be terrified except for the fact that we had no idea what it was well maybe it was love is that when you got her pregnant no this is not that girl <laughs> but thank you this for, is a different one thank you for <laughs> I just, thank you dude I'm sorry <laughs> I had to do that I, I will, I tell, to you, that I will tell you a story though <laughs> about about Grover's first date with this girl no, he took her it, out he took her out to dinner and he was sitting across from her oh, and he looked deep into her eyes and his knees felt really weak and he thought he was going to faint it was at that point he knew for sure that he had roofied the wrong drink you know what i just bared my extraterrestrial experience soul to you guys and that's how you treat me no, no hold on. Aliens don't you, want to come to this planet. <laughs> maybe hold on a second. Maybe you know where I'm from, west for, west of where I'm from. When I was a kid, the place was littered. Western Missouri and eastern Kansas was littered with Minuteman and Minuteman Two missile silos. Right? Yeah. So, so I mean, we drive to the lake from Lake to fishing or You drive by thirty missile silos, and you could be out there fishing in on any given day. They, you know, the, the the military flew a helicopter pattern to check on them. Um, a, a plane, you know, what I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff. I said that they, they, they could be. I don't know. You know, I flew down in a private plane with a buddy of mine. We flew down to, I think Montgomery, Alabama, outside of Montgomery. I don't remember. We either flew Alabama or Mississippi. I was trying to remember the other day, and we go in this little bitty airport to eat lunch. And it'll mean something to pilots because pilots, when they're needing to get their hours or whatever, they pick different places to fly over here and eat lunch and fly back, you know. And we ended up in this little bitty airport, this little bitty town in the middle of nowhere in either Alabama or Mississippi. And when we walked in, there was a plaque. And, you know, there's a picture of this guy. And then there was some plaques. And and, and the, the third guy with us, uh, the instructor pilot, said, oh, this is where so-and-so and I'm making stuff up. But, you know, it was like a Chuck Yeager, yeah. if you will. So we, he wanted to he wanted to learn everything, you know, and uh, it was a guy. He's dead now. He's, he's a instructor by the name Howard Wareman. So he was a famous pilot in Northwest Missouri. But anyhow, this guy had to, at that time supposedly there was a point in time where he had more hours flight hours than any man alive. Oh, and you know, man. yeah, and, and you know how he logged them. How he logged he logged most of them in a, in a if you're familiar with what a J3 Super Cub would be like a cover Super Cub like you'd have in Alaska you know with the float tires you see oh, they're yeah, actually a, yeah. uh, you know they're they're like a canvas plane from the 30s so hmm. when when they started instilling all these gas lines both natural and and uh, you know natural gas and you know there's three or four different kinds of gases that are pipelined across America right. Mm-hmm. They used to have to fly the gas, the, the the clear cuts, like daily or once a month. I don't remember. There was a process because I guess natural gas, the, the, it'll frost the ground. If there's a, if there's not only natural gas, there's something else. It's so cold going through the pipeline that if there's a rupture, they look for for frost. 
lost on the ground. Right? Yeah. So the, there's dudes out there back in the 50s, 60s. I don't even know if they – I mean, I'm sure they got computers to do now, pressure or something. But, but So he loaded they all fly, his hours flying up and down the pipeline, basically. Very low, very slow. So you're saying for, people thought he was a UFO? I don't know. I'm just saying, Grover, there could have been something. I mean, it could have been. Well, this, a, was the, a, this was in the middle of the night. Because so, yeah. why would the UFO turn his lights on? Well, I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. But some people say that maybe it's a reflection. Maybe it's maybe these spaceships or alien uh, crafts are reflecting. And they had, light. And they had green light. and red lights. They had green and red lights. What? Hey, look, I'm just telling you what I saw. You know, we so had, they were either so were, were they Italian know. aliens or Mexican aliens? Oh, <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I will say this: is we did have a guest on and talked about seeing a UFO with an infrared lights on, and basically, it, it, it basically could cloak itself. You know that they had a big cloaking mm-hmm. capability. So, I mean, this is an it, this is one of those conversations that we'd love for our listeners to, to send yeah. us. I don't know. Yeah, and, and 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 you know what's weird is you know I knew a guy that that studied to be a um, not an aircraft controller, but the fleet Nanick, Virginia. They and you got to go back and especially the Cold War. They would track all this air if they're sitting in a, in a training environment in Northern Virginia. They track civilian aircraft as practice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because in the classroom they're tracking that because they're they're there's something that they don't have to pay for that's out there, right? Right. So so and even in some of the stuff that I've been involved in, we would go out and 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 play, uh, make role play or exercise in training environments where you're out with normal people who don't know what's going on. Right. They just they don't know what's going on. So, you know, this this thing you're talking about, you know, it could be a a uh, a military exercise. It could be there could be a thousand uh, uh, ex, uh, reasons for for that. Or it could have been aliens. Right. Yeah. Listen, I'm going with aliens because I'd. Well, you... <laughs> Well, I, I, I would like, I would love for our listeners to send us some messages on Absolutely. Facebook or, or Instagram, however you want to do that, email, and give us your theories. And, and we're, we, we love theories, and we love, I mean, Jason and I are, 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 are big science guys when we come to practical, practical arguments about alien life. The take into consider the math, the distance, the technology. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give us some theories about what you think. Aliens here, not here. There for a long time, I didn't think aliens existed. I thought it was us. I thought some 10,000, 25,000 years we ago, time we mastered time travel, and it's us coming back and observing <laughs> our old selves. And that's why you never have any interactions. Hey, better, mm-hmm. better yet, to everybody listening, if you have a UFO experience, get a hold of us. Contact us. Contact yeah. us. Yeah, contact us. Because I want to have you on the show. So the howler has to listen to the story and not be able to refute it and just make fun of you like he did me. If you're not already, I didn't make because I don't know what their I don't know what their domestic situation was in school. Like I know about yours. You know what I mean? You're not already a member of our uh, group after the shadows on Facebook. Join it 
and uh, tell us a little bit about your story, and we will definitely contact you and get back to you and get you on as a guest. We're very yeah, interested And it, even if hear. you don't want to come on as a guest, you just want to give us your yeah. thoughts, we'd love to hear them. Because Absolutely. I, because I will tell you, one of the other stories from that area where I saw that, you know, unidentified light was somebody from, contacted me on through the messenger, told me their story, but did not want to come on the podcast. And, and, that, a, and that's perfectly yeah, fine. Perfectly fine. fine. Yeah. But what it did is validated my my experience a little bit more. And, you know, it was it was pretty good. So but but I we hope everybody has enjoyed us rambling on about aliens. If you didn't, we apologize. But but we hope that you uh, that it got you open your mind a little bit. Think about some of the possibilities. Go do some research on your own. Reach out to us, you know, with your theories, with your experiences. And if you are a regular listener to our Friday show and you're like, who's this Ozark Holler guy? Hey, look, we do an episode with the Ozark Holler every Wednesday. Right, Jason? At least me and Jason do. We oh, do. absolutely. So, so It's too lowbrow for me. It's too lowbrow for the barrister. But anyway... <laughs> Well, I, that's because y'all are talking about, you know, it's too highbrow. You guys are normal, so too much for me because. <laughs> Look, we're not talking about any, any fishing lures or any outboard motors. <laughs> or how big a boy you are. How, how big a boy. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, big and I guarantee you, big and boy. You know? So, hey, so everybody out there, make sure you check out our Wednesday episodes called the midweek howl and you can hear some more of me jason and the ozark howler uh especially if you enjoyed uh you know we we try to have a lot of fun even more fun than we had on this and one because our irish listeners out there if you want to see us come to ireland ireland Slovenia. and if you want to see how much i can drink <laughs> game on well i'll tell you what and if you like the howler and that you listen to every wednesday um tune into our patreon we got memberships to you know various prices, but either way, you will not be disappointed. The Patreon howlers are a little—they're a little more racy, they're a little, but uh, they're you're gonna love them all the don't same. Don't bring your kids. Yeah, they're don't not for kids. Don't bring your kids. So if that intrigues you, <laughs> so join them. So everybody, thanks, Howler. Don't go anywhere because when we jump off of this, we're gonna we're gonna record an episode. Yes, we are. Yes, yeah. we are. Oh my gosh! Oh. You're gonna get more for nothing out of me. <laughs> more for nothing. So, all right. So, thanks everybody for listening, and we're looking forward to hearing from you guys. We're out. We're right. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. Ha ha You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.